Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Saturday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. The topic is The Barren Fig Tree. Part 1. Giving Fruit the patience of God. The Lord tells a parable in today's gospel using for its setting a situation which was very familiar to the inhabitants of Palestine. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. The man then expressed his frustration to the vine dresser. Lo, these three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? The fig tree symbolizes Israel, the chosen people who had failed to correspond to Yahweh's countless invitations. Yahweh is the owner of the vineyard. The fig tree represents anyone who does not heed the Lord's call to bear fruit. The Lord places the tree in the best location for bearing fruit. He provides all the attention and graces required. We are the subject of God's assistance from the very moment of our conception. He gives us a guardian angel to protect us all our days. He gives us the immense grace of baptism, perhaps a few days after our birth. He gives himself to us in Holy Communion and through the entire course of our Christian formation. Then there are the innumerable gifts and graces of the Holy Spirit that we have received. Despite all this care and cultivation, it is possible that the Lord may find we have borne little fruit in our life. Maybe he will find only bitter fruit. It is possible that our personal situation may reflect that prophetic metaphor of Isaiah. Let me sing for my beloved a love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He digged it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. And he looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. It produced sour fruit. What was the reason for this bad harvest, when everything had been done to ensure that it would be a good one? St. Ambrose has written that the cause of spiritual sterility can frequently be traced to pride and hardness of heart. In spite of these disappointments, God returns with renewed generosity time and time again to look for results. This is the patience of God toward souls. He does not become discouraged by our lack of correspondence. He knows how to wait. He sees our faults and failings, but he also sees our capacity for doing good. The Lord never gives up on any soul. He trusts us through thick and thin. God himself has promised through the prophet Isaiah, a bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. 
The pages of the gospel are a continuous testimony to this consoling truth. The parable of the prodigal son, that of the lost sheep, the meeting with the Samaritan woman, with Zacchaeus. Part 2. What God Expects of Us Let it alone, sir, this year also, till I dig about it and put on manure. And if it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. It is Jesus who intercedes for us before God the Father, since we are the fig tree planted in the vineyard of the Lord. St. Augustine has commented, The vine dresser intervenes. He steps in when the axe is about to fall upon the sterile root. He intercedes like Moses before God. He who acts as mediator is full of mercy. Let it alone, sir, this year also. How many times has this scene been repeated? Lord, give us another chance. In the words of St. Jose Maria, To realize that you love me so much, my God, and yet I have not lost my mind. Each and every person has a specific divine vocation. Every life that is lived without reference to the divine plan is wasted. The Lord awaits our correspondence with His many blessings. Of course, we can never hope to give God as much as He has given us. In the words of St. Jose Maria, To realize that you love me so much, my God, and yet I have not lost my mind. Each and every person has a specific divine vocation. Every life that is lived without reference to the divine plan is wasted. The Lord awaits our correspondence with His many blessings. Of course, we can never hope to give God as much as He gives us. In the words of St. Thomas Aquinas, Man can never love God as much as he should be loved. Nevertheless, with the help of grace, we can offer him many fruits of our love, acts of charity, deeds of apostolate, work well done. When we examine our conscience at night, we should be collecting those little fruits to put before the Lord. Then when we are called to depart from this world, we will leave it a little bit better, a little more beautiful. Let us examine our conduct in this time of prayer. If we were to go before the Lord this very day, would He find our arms full of good fruit? And what about our behavior yesterday and last week? Perhaps we shall find that our life is replete with good works done for the love of God. We may discover, on the other hand, that we have been thinking too much about our own concerns, and that this has been a hindrance to the operation of divine grace. We know very well that when God does not receive all the glory, life becomes sterile. Everything that is done without God will perish. Let us be sure to make some firm resolutions today. Again from St. Jose Maria. God may have given us just one more year in which to serve Him. Don't think of one or even two. Just concentrate on this one year. Part 3 With our hands full, 
patience in the apostolate. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. This is what God wants from us, not the appearance of fruits, but fruit that will last. This will include people who have returned to the sacrament of confession, hours of work done well and with right intention, little mortifications at meals, the struggle to be on top of one's moods, living with a sense of order in the home and at work, the effort to arrive home with a cheerful disposition, little acts of service to people in need. Let us not be content with mere appearances. Can I honestly say that my works correspond with the graces that God has granted me? If St. Luke is proceeding in chronological order in his gospel, then in the words of Monsignor Ronald Knox, this parable follows the question about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices, and the tragedy of the eighteen men who died at the collapse of the tower in Siloam. Was it to be supposed that these men suffered because they were great sinners? The Lord denies this interpretation and says, Unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. It is not the death of the body that matters, but the final disposition of the soul. The sinner who has all the time in the world to repent and fails to do so will not come off a whit better than those who were taken by surprise. It is at this juncture that the Lord tells the parable of the barren fig tree. He warns us that even the patience of God has its limits. From the words of the vine dresser, though, it appears that we can prolong the Lord's forbearance through our prayers. Without a doubt, this is very important. We can win some time for sinners to repent. Let us intercede before the Lord that He may extend His divine patience on behalf of those sinners with whom we can do apostolate. In the words of St. Gregory Nazianzen, We are in no hurry to have the tree cut down. We want it to grow through the Lord's forbearance, through His mercy. Let us not fell the tree when it can still give much fruit. Let us resolve to have patience in our own apostolates. Let us use all the human and supernatural means to bring people closer to Jesus. Our Mother Mary will obtain the grace we need on this Saturday in the month of October. She will help us encourage souls to give abundant fruit, especially our friends and members of our family. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.